five, four, three, two, commence the podcast. Hello and welcome to the Worst Movie Ever Made, an experimental movie podcast designed with one thing in mind, to find the worst movie ever made. I'm your host, Chris Ackman. I'm joined by my co-hosts and fellow mad scientists, Rob Scucci and Bob Hasek. Hey guys, how are you? And happy 4th of July. Mm, such a great holiday indeed. The rocket's red blare, and the grass burning in the air, and all that <laughs> fun stuff. Um, I'm not doing too great because Bob picked Nothing But Trouble this week, starring... Dan Aykroyd, Dan Aykroyd, Dan Aykroyd, yep. Chevy Chase, John Candy, John Candy, <laughs> and Demi Moore. Um, <laughs> the film is a mix between Texas Chainsaw Massacre and Pee Wee's Playhouse. <laughs> and it involves a financial writer who is exceedingly wealthy who gets kidnapped by Dan Aykroyd in a ghost town after running a stop sign, which is punishable by death. <laughs> and uh, that's, that, that, that's about right. <laughs> uh, I'm going to turn it over to Bob now because I'm getting really angry just thinking about it. Bob? Listen, I didn't make this movie. I just put it on the pole for fuck's sake but i did watch this as a teen like I, I, it was 1990 or 91 i was like like uh a budding teenager like about to start high school and, and i i loved digital underground uh for the humpty dance and, yeah. and their sex, sex packets record and yeah. i grew up on snl i grew up on sdtv so like John Candy, Dan Aykroyd, Chevy Chase, I was like, this has to be good. That has to be so good. And I and I watched it again and again, trying to make myself like it, and nothing. Yeah, I've done that. Um, <laughs> and like I, I'm with you, Bob, because I know you don't like these people, Chris, and I know our friend Jay absolutely fucking hates every single person in this cast with like a yep. blazing passion. But like I I like I know Chevy Chase is a massive asshole in real life, but like. Mm -hmm. Christmas Vacations, like in my top holiday movies. I do like um, that one. No, uh, you know, Dan Muppet Carol, Muppet Christmas Carol is not in your rotation. We learned no. that last week. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he did. With um, old guy. Um, Michael Caine. Michael Caine, yeah. Yeah, it's um, Scrooge. But yeah. like, I'm, I'm, Dan Acker was great in Gross Point Blank. Um, John Candy was great in Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Like, they all, he wasn't great in Hot to Trot, which you can listen to at www.theworstmovieevermade.com. Truth. Uh, it's a, I don't know what went wrong, and that we're going to get into it today, I think. Yeah, I, you're right. I don't like anyone associated with this movie, but John Candy. I, I am a candy man. <laughs> but otherwise, <laughs> uh, I, I don't like anyone else, especially okay. Dan Aykroyd. And yeah. he had the keys to this movie, and he yes. drove it right off of the New Jersey Turnpike into a 
fiery, the fiery pits of hell. Uh, speaking of the fiery pits of hell, let's throw it to YouTube. So I have a new method now. I don't go to the trailer. I don't go to like the best scene sizzle reels. I, I go to the paid version because that's where people are throwing down money to watch it on YouTube. <laughs> I do like that. Um, yeah. So I do like the, I feel like the, um, the ante is up on yeah. the unhingedness of the comments. Um, yes. and I did something a little different this time too, where I, I did a lot of call and responses to so someone comments and then, then the replies to it. Cool. Um, so number one, <laughs> uh, let's just find it real quick. This is my favorite movie ever. I've waited years for it to be free so I can watch it whenever I want. Just like I used to with the DVD. Best day of my life. <laughs> what the, hell? the reply is, yes, need more of those actors and more movies like this. And the 80s were beautiful. Next comment, looked like the 80s. 91, not far removed. Okay. okay. Next, <laughs> next comment thread. A hidden gem. Misunderstood movie. Loved this as a kid. The reply, 100% agree. <laughs> next comment was it a 100 with like two underscores like that emoji no, it's, 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 it, this is all gen x and so it's all typed out like correctly yeah right. <laughs> um, one of the oddest movies ever i haven't seen it in greater sign 20 years the set designer should have gotten an oscar next comment uh, this yeah. is a reply very odd movie all caps with like the emoji <laughs> um I agree. The details in the sets are incredible. I feel like this movie is 100% typed out, underappreciated. I'm not sure why it didn't do well. Maybe, BC, it was such an odd movie, like you said. Next reply, all of this is true. Next reply, Neighbors with Jim Belushi was classic. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. Thanks for that. Uh, and then I have one more thread. Dan Aykroyd's sense of humor was so ahead of its time in 1991. That whole dinner hot dog scene is like something that would on Tim and Eric 15 years later. This movie totally flops when it came out, but it's such a twisted, weird comedy that now everyone gets. Classic. Reply, Tim and Eric. Reply, Google is your friend. A winking emoji. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay, yeah. A lot of of sickness. Uh Not not so much healthy over there. Uh, Like Dan Aykroyd himself. Yes. but we'll, we'll talk more about sure uh, throughout the pod. Let's throw it now to test number one, the worst of its kind. I think you might have a really big load of grumpy petrified poop up your soul's ass. Which is the worst of its kind. Christmas Vacation. How about that? With Chevy Chase, a 70. It is a classic. I'll give you that. There, yeah. there's, some, there's some cheese in that movie and the... Raunch, that like 80s branch where like he's in the he's in the department store speaking to the woman behind the counter like yeah. selling yeah. lingerie is that's some of my least favorite uh like comedy movie beats you can have but yeah. otherwise yeah. it's a pretty good movie uh texas chainsaw massacre with mara burns from the well, i think that was 74 yeah that's uh, the original 88 percent. that's a great flick it holds up it, it and it's based on uh ed gein right yeah, loosely. Yeah. Loosely, very loosely. A- any movie that involves like skinning people, even like Signs of the Lambs, etc. Yeah, that one too. They, whenever they say based on true events, they're all referring back to Ed Gein, even though it's like very. Yeah, it, it, it's, <clears throat> well, I know the Ed Gein story really well, and he didn't yeah. like have a town where he lured people in with his family or anything like that. It was no, just a guy he... who was 
very, mostly, very damaged. Mostly grave robbing, too. Yeah, he, he only killed, I think, two people confirmed and, and maybe a third if he uh, killed his brother. Um, yeah. They went out in the forest one time and then there was a fire and they found his brother dead with like no smoke inhalation or burn yeah. marks or anything. And he was like, well, that's just something that happened. <laughs> Alarming amount of cum, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, the Blues Brothers with uh, John Belushi, not Jim. We mentioned yeah. Jim Belushi already. Jim is worse than John Belushi, in my opinion. Yes. Here's a movie we should do. Red Heat with Arnold Schwarzenegger and Jim Belushi. Have you guys seen yes. that? No. Oh, my God. It's terrible. Not really, no. Oh, man, that's awful. Uh, Spaceballs with Mel... Oh, that got a 72, by the way. Okay. Spaceballs with Mel Brooks uh, and a number of others. Uh, Bill Pullman, John Candy, probably why it's on here. A 57%. That's it? Yeah, and then I, I know, right? I was surprised too. I thought it'd get a seventy at least. Yeah. And then uh Wayne's World with Mike Myers, a seventy-nine percent. I it I'm not sure who might have been in that that uh was in this, but sometimes it's not connected that way. It's just the kind of humor. It's, uh, it's SNL, SNL alums, that's probably why. Yeah, 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 probably. So an average, a staggering average of seventy-three point two. Nothing but trouble. What do you guys think? Oh geez. Um <sighs> Going off the YouTube comments, eighty-five <laughs> percent, Chris. <laughs> well, I'm going to go off of my own nostalgia and star power and say forty, a twelve. Oh, Jesus! Universal acclaim. That's what I thought. Yep. Negative sixty-one point two, and worst of its kind. We will see how that matches up against Leonard Part Six later in the pod. <laughs> Is this the lowest season ever? Yeah, I think cumulatively it's like negative a thousand already, and we haven't done ten movies yet. So I don't know how that's possible. Uh, we've reached bottom, I think. <laughs> <laughs> we started at the bottom, and we're still there. Yes. <laughs> uh, test number two: ain't that a pitch? Test number two. Oh, hi, Mark. This is the beginning of a scene. We talk about the movie, make the movie about the movie. In this case, the room. Ain't that a bitch? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, shall I go? I think I went last last time. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Yeah. John Candy is long dead. May he rest in peace. Chevy Chase is an asshole. That's what I hear, at least. Demi Moore is hot, but here she is not. And this movie proves that Dan Aykroyd's brain is diseased. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> All right, I'll go. Uh, there once was a movie about Vulcanvania. <laughs> go ahead and rhyme that twice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Made by a man suffering from egomania. Mm, nice. The makeup was gross. Barely any real jokes. I never again will speed through rural Pennsylvania. <laughs> Wow, nice. All right. Tough, tough acts to follow. What a tremendous pile of shit. <laughs> Ackroyd, Chase, and Candy couldn't carry the bit. There are hot dog contraptions and Digital Underground did some rapping. This movie makes me want to cut off my dick. <laughs> <laughs> me too. And then put it in a hot dog roll and send the train around the table for some ketchup. Gargle up. As, as funny as it was, I, I'm going to go uh, a Bob 
uh, five for getting vo- two Vulcanvania rhymes in there. Yeah. You have a two with a five? Five. Bob, five. Sick. All right. Love it. I, I was going with Chris, but I'll take it. I'll take five. Cool. Sweet. Well, thank, thank you for saying that because uh, that makes me feel a little better. I should have just waited and gone with me, too. <laughs> I, I I think I had, I had a pregnant pause because I I didn't want you to take, take my win. Uh, all right, test number three, the most offensive. Hey, do you guys want to talk about all the offensive parts that we witnessed in this movie? In a few minutes, bitch. So, for as ugly as this movie was, uh, it it wasn't as offensive as you might think uh yeah. of course you guys are welcome to mention anything you want at the end uh, i have six here no clips right. uh starting with number one lawyer client bing bong okay yeah so uh demi moore is banging her uh her client i think she's his lawyer in the beginning right i don't think you should be uh representing someone you're taking to bed she's a lawyer she's not his lawyer oh really yeah yeah are we sure? Uh, yes. Pretty sure, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, cancel number one then. Well, I mean, I'm still gonna. It was. Still it was friends. fluff anyway. Yeah. All right. <laughs> oh, you like lawyer, lawyer client Bing Bong? Yeah, I'm a fan. Uh, yeah, number like... two. Go ahead. You like it? <clears throat> yeah. Okay. I just want to hear that again. Number two. Uh, in any situation, fleeing from the fuzz. Yeah. Yeah, it... and and not just like. I don't know. It was just it was it was so blatant and and out of its time. I mean, that was like ninety. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just never would happen. The the Brazilian airs are like, oh, go faster! You're in a beamer. You can totally outrun the cop. And so he's like, all right, I guess I will. Like no one's gonna be, especially like a financier who who like plays by the rules. Do you, you sound think... like you sounded like Tommy Wiseau when you did your Brazilian accent? <laughs> Well, we don't know where he's from. He could be from Brazil. Do you think that the chase scene in this movie inspired the lyrics to Hey Jealousy by the Gin Blossoms? <laughs> yeah. Yes, I I absolutely do. Let the cops chase us around. Um, number three, Death or Eldona. Yeah. yeah. This is, um, I mean, this is going to come up again for other reasons, so I won't say it all here, but... Uh, Forcing someone to marry your granddaughter, was it? Yeah. Yes. Or um, face a horrible death in the bone ripper machine. Uh, yeah. seems, seems a little offensive to me. I, I called it the boner coaster. I just had more fun. <laughs> but right up. <laughs> yeah. You got to throw boner coaster. <laughs> yeah. Bye, boner yeah. coaster. All right. That's cool. awesome. Number four, John dressed in drag is the whole joke. Mm-hmm. They don't even have him yeah. do a. I think if he did an unconvincing woman's voice, it would have been funnier. Yeah, yeah, but they made they made the character mute, so they had to avoid that, right? So yeah, in order to uh, struck dumb by a thunderclap, Dan Aykroyd's mm-hmm. old man Alvin. What was it, Sheriff? Al- no, but Judge Alvin. I think it was Judge. He was yeah, judge. let's go with that. Yeah, Judge Alvin's character says uh, she was struck dead, deaf, dumb, dumb, by a thunderclap. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I, I digress. Number five, uh, say sorry to Sao Paulo. 
What did Sao Paulo do? They threw two jokes in there about how bad it smells. I I, I was wondering the same thing. Like, why? Why is that so funny? I really don't know. Maybe there, maybe there's something happening in nine, 1990 with Sao Paulo. Where is, is that, like where is Sao Paulo? I assume it's in Brazil. Uh, Sounds right, Sao Paulo, Brazil. Yeah, Rob's going to look it up real quick. Rob's going to look it up because I want to know right now. Yeah, so do I, and so does the audience. Yeah, it's in Brazil. It's a cosmopolitan melting pot city, home to the largest Arab, Italian, and Japanese diasporas, with examples including ethnic neighborhoods of Bixigia. Yeah. Well, all that food mixed together, I guess that's why it smells. I was assuming yeah. it was an L.A. reference because it was very, like, a lot of these movies in the 90s were based in L.A., you know? Yeah. Yeah, like New York and L.A. smell. Yeah. New York does smell. Yeah, it does. Jersey smells. Most Jersey cities doesn't. smell. Yeah, Jersey yeah. smells bad. You know what city doesn't smell in my experience? Boston. It smells like weed. Yeah, that's fine with me. That doesn't smell bad. Yeah, okay. most cities do nowadays. Chicago. Yeah. Very true. Ain't that the truth? Pittsburgh. Uh, not a bad thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> Number six, sinful use of stardom to insult all of cinema. That, yeah. That's another fluffer, but in my opinion, giving Dan Aykroyd this much power and giving—I mean, he wrote. Did he write this movie with his he, brother? He, yeah, he did. He wrote most of it. Yeah, he produced this movie. It was this inspired, movie, it, it was this, inspired this by a story his brother told. This will all come out in worse production. Don't worry. Okay. Well, I'll leave it at that. You guys want to mention anything else? I'm sure I missed something. Uh, just it didn't make any sense. <laughs> I'm offended because it exists. Yeah, me too. I I really am offended that Bob made us watch this. Mm -hmm. <laughs> hey, it could have been anyway. It could have been worse. Yeah, this movie could have been worse. My choice could have been worse. Oh wow. Okay. Well, well, well I guess we'll see. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's start to test number four. The worst dialogue. Do you like what you see? Would you like to touch what you see? Would you like to go out with me? Would you like to fuck me? Just the worst dialogue. Bingo. <laughs> bingo. He, he grabs the stethoscope thing. He's like, bingo. <laughs> bingo. And it's it not in her ears, so her <laughs> neck hears it better. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, all clips here, five of them, starting with number... Lame. What is this place? Oh my God. So that's where they buried Flipper. Flipper's dead? Lodge JP. Shire Reeve. It's like Robin Hood. Be polite. <laughs> oh, and no cussing. Shit. <laughs> that that last comment right there is why it's number five. It could have been number one. That made me so mad. Yeah. The, what is the like? What what grade are you in when you make that joke? Second grade. Yeah. You're in Chevy Chase grade. Yeah, that's the thing I hate about Chevy Chase, and that's why I don't understand why you guys like him at all. The these like 
pithy quips of his are pathetic, and I fucking hate his comedy, and I hate him. I hear he's a horrible person. Fuck this fucking yeah. ugly fucking movie with Jeffy Chase. He's largely the reason why, like, um, that show Community went on like a hiatus for a while because he was one of the main professors, and he was such a nightmare on the set that they fired him. Like him and Dan Harmon kept button heads. Wow. Mm-hmm. It's true. Well, I guess every community has to have the one asshole, right? Yep. <laughs> um, number. Or yard. Oh, I, I want to say the buried flipper joke also really terrible. Yeah. <clears throat> um, this one is called "Plead the Fifth Dimension." Okay, Arthur. Have you been drinking tonight, son? No. I had a couple, so what? I'm fine. I'm afraid you'll have to blow. <laughs> blow you? To get out of the ticket? Forget it, Tom. <laughs> That's not funny. I meant you'll have to use a breathalyzer. I'll blow him. <laughs> Maybe later. Next century. Let's go, son. I'll call him, officer. You blew double drunk within the village limits. You're going with me. Sure. Whatever you say, officer. Say goodnight, copper. <laughs> Please. Please, no. <laughs> Don't kill me. Chiefy, pal. I was only kidding. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 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 Oh my God! And hey, will you look at his face? Is that nose rubber? <laughs> hey, I don't want you. I want Judge Wapner. <laughs> I have to flee the fifth dimension. Okay, okay. <clears throat> yeah, I, uh, who is Judge Wapner? Is that people's a court. was that a? Yeah, People's Court. Twelve minutes. Of Wapner, Rain Man, Dustin Hoffman, Tom Cruise. Perhaps you heard of it, Chris? Yeah, pe- People's Court, eighties. <laughs> TV show. <laughs> All right. I'll just move on. Uh, double drunk. <laughs> you blew double yeah. drunk within the uh, city limits. Gotta love that. That's uh, very uh, lawyerly. Are you yeah. ignoring the fact that this was a Baldwin brother? Was it really? Because I, I, yes. almost, I, I almost asked him. I was like, man, Jax. that looks like Stephen Baldwin. Man, that looks like Alec Baldwin. It was Daniel Baldwin. <laughs> Daniel Baldwin. Is he still alive? Yes. I don't know. know. And then, and then John Candy is like his character. Dennis is like, you'll have to blow, which you would never, if you're a cop, you would never say that to somebody because you'd know that sounds like extorting a little BJ on the side of the road. And then just to follow it up, they do the raunchy, like girl would do anything because she's a slut joke where she's like, I'll "I'll blow blow you. Yeah. And he's like, maybe some other time next century, perhaps. What the fuck is dialogue is just so bad? Uh, All right, uh, let's throw it to number three. Landfill. I'm with the firm of Master and Glennet. Chris Thorne. Sorry about the cold hands. Don't worry about it. Law firm Master Glennet. Weiss, Weiss, Warple, with me. Yeah, that's the one. What's your specialty? Uh, investment syndication and public flotation. It's gonna be painful. Would you like a drink? I'd love one. Scotch? Great. Are you okay? Yeah, fine. Stop. Are you going to the Suns thing? <laughs> Are you kidding? Not unless somebody holds a gun to my head. He's a fraud. He's a rip-off artist. It's all about 
buying lakes and filling them with garbage. I don't know what set you off in the elevator, but if I were you, I'd stay away from the sun sky. Let's just say I have a personal interest in this particular deal. So if you're not going, can I borrow your car? Whoa, whoa, I'm I a good driver. I didn't say I'm not going. I just said I'm not planning on going. I may have a low opinion of the guy, but is that important to you? Maybe you know something I don't. Maybe I should reconsider. I really like to drive. I'll drive. I mean, I'm happy to no, drive. No, it's my car. I'll do the drive. Okay, okay? great. You drive. Could I? Huh. Um, Where do they come up with this stuff? Uh, <laughs> what is so she convinces him to go the next morning? I think because she's attractive, right? Because he's yeah. he said the line is maybe you know something I don't, and that's how we like justify what what does he mean like he can find the financial uh, a financial opportunity in uh, this i uh, no it's all because she's attractive it's, it's he wants to dump, he wants to dump in her landfill <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah um i i just don't i i was never clear on what she was going to like it was a, a landfill thing but why and he just wants to buy lakes and fill them with garbage. I, it just wasn't clear to me what was happening. Yeah. It turns out it's because it's not important to the story. Yeah. But you should probably right. spend more time on the setup so that at least I know what the, the storyline is yeah. up to this point. But uh, the part that I really hated was when Chase uh, says, oh, the law firm, oh, uh, law firm like Weiss, Weiss, Warple, and Whipple mean or whatever he says. Yeah, and it's what is funny about that the fact that he was able to say that all in one take. Mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah, I guess. Uh, more Chevy Chase that I fucking hate. It was probably his idea. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> Number. <laughs> I, I sometimes I forget that's coming. Uh, this one's called Duck. It's gotta be way out of here. Over here. Must be the nursery. Bathroom. In Guano. Marjorie Vulcanizer. She forgot the duck. Jesus is moving. I could see that the setup working in another con- just nonchalantly opening up a room full of like bat. He's like, oh, it's the bat room. Like, yeah, like, I could see that being funny Fucking in another context. Hated but it. It wasn't here. Fucking hated that bat room line. The he opens the door and there's like a doll head, like a baby doll head. Yeah. And he calls it the nursery, and then he opens the door, and I just didn't understand what the Vulcan. Whatever, what what was the last name? Vulcanheiser or Vulcan something? Yeah, like it's a gravestone when they open the door, which doesn't make any sense from its root. But then he's like, "Oh, she forgot to duck," which brings up a whole nother question: Are they the Reeves or are they the Vulcanheisers or whatever? Well, Vulcanvania is the town. Yeah. So the Reeves took over the Vulcan whatevers because the gravestone has not Reeves on it. And I, I feel like the judge is bloodline Vulcanheiser or whatever. Yeah, I guess. You know, it's all just confusing and stupid and yep. not at all funny. And anyway, uh, number one is a fucking ridiculous clip. I hope you are prepared. Strap yourselves in for number one. 
You know what? Fuck it. This one's called Hula Hula. Indeed it is. Quiet and let him do his little thing and we'll be on our way. Oh, I will let you be on your way. And oh, when you go, the cat's eyes will spin. Now listen. Okay. We'll listen. Oh, hey, hey, ho, ha, ho. <laughs> hula, hula, hula. The bula, bula, bula. Look who's got the front seats of the Mexican hat dance now. Just like a bunch of spiders in a birthday cake. You might what be interested to know that you are not under the jurisdiction of just any old fishing license dispenser and stamp pad jockey. We've always been set to deal with the offenders once and for all at their first appearance. Quick as something to a ten-year-old goose. Congratulations. I'm glad to know things are running smoothly for you. Put out that dog rocket! Oh, sir, sorry. In 1796, my forefathers established this seat after the tenants of the old Shire Charter. Shire Charter? Excuse me, sir, that's pre-magna carta, I mean, serfdom and fiefdom stuff. Very good, young lady. Hey, you know, you and I ought to spend a little more time together. <clears throat> Go ahead. Please. Relieve me of the duty of explaining this fucking clip to the audience. It's better. <laughs> it's, it's not good. I want to start off with that. Rob. It's better than Jim Carrey's depiction Rob. of the Grinch <laughs> when he does the same exact thing like 13 years later. I don't, I don't know if that's true. I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to sit down and consider these it's two portrayals against each other. God so if I had to pick one, I would say this is that, slightly better than the that. Grinch. Many years later, he should know better. He should know better. Yeah, I, I suppose. Uh, cat's eyes will spin. Uh, look who's got front road tickets to the Mexican hat dance. <laughs> you guys are like spiders in a birthday cake. And put out that dog rocket. A hula hula hula. A hunk of hula hula bula. And uh, he's really, really, really like mobile for what he looks like he is. Yeah. Yeah. It's all... Um, Actually, unbelievable that it was filmed <laughs> to me. Just yes, that he had enough yes men around him. His brother, um, the the production team as a whole, the the, uh, the studio all agreed to uh, to make this film and distribute it. And I have nothing else to say. Rob, let's do your ad read. Hi, kids. It's me, Ronald McDonald. And I'm on the set of my very first motion picture ever. It's a movie called Mac and Me. And it stars my little friend from outer space here. His name is Mac, and I want to introduce you to him. Mac? Rob's Ad Read. Today's episode of The Worst Movie Ever Made is brought to you by Captain Koozie's Sparkling Liverwurst Water. Did that make you quiver? Well, that's the power of liver. Crack open a can and show your clout, but limit six drinks per person or you'll get the gout. But if you'd like to drink more than you please, we recommend our other flavors like chilled fat and head cheese. Captain Koozie's sparkling liverwurst water, the chunk you could gargle. Oh my god. Ew. <laughs> chunk you could gargle. All right. Um, can you throw it to the bumper for the next one before I puke? This is test number five, the worst production. Got it. The worst movie ever made. 
presents the worst production. You pick up the finished film that heifer scream will always be satisfying to me because it's just got such vitriol behind it um rob that is uh mr bighead's son that's picking up the reel right yeah it's ralph bighead okay got it thank you yep okay all right worst production this week i titled misdirected passion project i like it yes so the Aykroyd brothers uh which is peter Aykroyd the story and Dan Aykroyd writer, director, producer. Not so invested. Not to be confused with the Cohen not to be confused with the Cohen brothers. I just wanted to clarify real quick. Please don't confuse (laughs) me. I'm I'm too in love with the Cohen brothers to make that confusion. Same I love Uh, the Cohen brothers. So they were so invested in making a quote unquote horror comedy. Uh, and seemed to be resolute on the whole justice of the peace in a small town storyline. Uh, yep. From the start, and uh, like a good comedy director, um, disliked the script. Like many good comedy directors, like John Landis, um, John Hughes, they disliked the script. Chevy Chase disliked the script, but the studio had faith in Aykroyd and gave him way too much money. And even with the money they gave him, he went five million over budget. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Any idea how much that was in total? I'm always curious. Uh, Forty-five million. Jesus Christ! I I I forgot to look up the amount lost, all that kind of shit. But yeah, he lost. I want to say he lost money. I I imagine so. I mean, to date, maybe it's gotten close. But... I mean, this is this is before streaming, so DVD sales, rentals, income may have been to make up for it. Yeah, that could be. Um, but yeah, I, I, uh, I'm not surprised to hear. Didn't they thank John Hughes? Yeah, the John, the Hughes, John Hughes gave it his blessing. He liked it, but he didn't like it enough to make it. <laughs> uh, yeah, so he was like, yeah, it's, it's great as long as I'm not connected to it. And they're like, exactly. well, we're going to throw your name in the hat anyway. Exactly. So on the fly, Bob, <laughs> I was trying to look up something that cost comparable so $45 million, that adjusted for inflation, that's a lot more money now. Um, Jordan Peele's Nope only had a budget of $68 million in today dollars. <laughs> yeah, so so say the, those are the same. And Nope so made... 30, 30 plus like, years later, right? Yeah. And how much did Nope make? A couple hundred million dollars, I imagine? It did pretty well. I already closed the tab out. It was like 100 <laughs> something or 300 yeah. something. And that wasn't yeah, even yeah, Jordan was... Peele's best. Like, not even close to his best. Yeah. Oh, you don't think so? Get out, probably. Get out was so much better. Yeah, yeah. I, I uh, really, really enjoyed Get Out, and I was thinking that Nope was Get Out when I was talking just now. <laughs> I oh, forgot no. that he came out with another one, Nope, right afterwards. That's like about doppelgangers no. or something. Uh, us, or... us was after uh, Get Out. Then us was the doppelgangers. Nope yeah. is the aliens. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. got it. All right, test number six: the worst acting. Not hit her. It's not true. It's bullshit. I did not hit her. I did not. Oh, hi, Mark. Just the worst acting. Number one. This is Eldona. 
Oh, uh, folks, I'd like to introduce my granddaughter, Eldona. She's single and the best Class A mechanic in five states. Adorable, Judge. She'd make an ideal wife, too. Genuine wage earner and struck dumb at birth by a thunderclap. Kind of woman. I think the two of you would make a perfect couple. You look pretty this evening, sister. Doing something different with your hair? <laughs> Eldona, would you please prepare the meal? Thank you, dear. <clears throat> Want to see a wine list? Young man, it is basic human politeness to share your conversation with the whole table. So what's on your brain? So fucking dumb. And that lady at the end is really the, uh, you know, last stitch on the bow tie. I don't know what the fuck I'm going for. The icing on the cake. The last stitch on the bow tie. <laughs> that's, that's it. That's a, you know, Northeast uh, saying. You guys aren't yes. from here anymore. Although Bob is. <laughs> not, not that not that far northeast. <laughs> um, that sounds so, like spiders and a birthday cake, Alex. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, you're 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 running bases for the wrong team. <laughs> whatever I said last week. Uh, all right. Number two. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I know. We won't lose you. Hi, I'm Bobo. That's Little Double. <laughs> Hi, we're not allowed in the house. Oh, is she okay? Uh huh. This is the whole reason I picked this movie. Because <laughs> of those two? Pretty much. <laughs> um, I was absolutely out of my mind like stomping around the kitchen screaming when i saw those two those two acroids in fat suits uh it was like alice in wonderland but even more drugged out i i, I couldn't understand it i i still don't understand it that's acroid in both fat suits right uh no it's just one acroid and some random guy who i forget his name that is some guy that can do a similar voice to what acroid was doing Yes. <laughs> Here's the thing that I find troubling. And this might be a catch-all thing. They wrote the script. It got greenlit. Developed it. The costumes and sets were designed. They did multiple table reads. They had catering. They were on set 18 hours a day. And not at one point did somebody say, eh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, They did, but then Dan Aykroyd started talking about aliens. And they're like, well, I don't think we're ever going to get through to him. <laughs> uh, so what was it like Bobo and Little Devil or Little Dobo or yeah, I don't know. The, the, yeah, the, the fad suits were unconvincing, to say the least, and super ugly. They're supposed to look like greasy mechanics that are really dumb or something. I, I yeah. don't know. Just totally fucking whacked. I don't get it. Number. Three. Why? 
I came for the party to get naughty, get my rocks on, eat popcorn, watch you move your body till the pop's on, and I'm singing, ding-a-linging, funky beats ringing, everybody swinging in the place as I kick the J-A-Z-Z-Y style, R&B, mixing it with the hip-hop swing beat, champagne in my hand, it won't be long till I'm gone, it's just the same old song. It's just the freestyle, meanwhile we keep the beat kicking, sweat dripping, girlies in the limo eating chicken, oops, go get the grease on your pantyhose, I love you, Rover, move over, I gotta blow my nose, sneezing, but still I'm pleasing. All of Slimmies, pull out my Jimmy Time to get busy with a Jenny If it's good and plenty, don't you know There I go, there I go, there I go But I don't go nowhere without my gym hat What I'm rapping is if she's clapping Then I'm strapping cause I'm smarter than that And then girly, maybe we can get along Cutie after cutie, it's just the same old song credit that was an actual hammond organ to the best of my knowledge and the hands were actually like miming the notes correctly uh i fucked up <laughs> that clip was i was supposed to play that clip in the catch-all oh. <laughs> oh, oh shit uh so i guess we'll skip that in the catch-all there you go i'm not sure why that was part of the movie they just did like a uh probably because they didn't have enough uh like storyline to, to yeah. plot out a whole hour and a half they barely made it to an hour and a half they were probably just like let's get like a musical group in here and, and waste 10 minutes yeah. um but what i was supposed to say is clip number uh, uh, what, what number we got now shit three uh three three awful end <laughs> i'm gonna watch a little tv Numerous fire companies from New York, New Jersey, Ohio, and all neighboring states are barely able to handle a subterranean mine fire near the town of Valkenvania. Diane, you should see this. Our Susan Campost is on the scene. Roger, this cloud may have a silver lining. Geologists say the brief but intense heat from fissures 10 miles below have cooked the upper coal tailings into a fine medium-grade crude. Over 50 million barrels. Wait, just, just one second, Roger. I see one of the village residents rummaging through the remains. Excuse me, sir, how do you feel now that you have lost everything? At least we all got out alive, of course. There's nothing left for us here now, so we're all planning to move in with my grandson-in-law. Oh, no. He lives in New York City. Oh, come on, what? No, what? See you soon, banker. No, <laughs> what? <laughs> no, you won't. Uh, so very like Looney Tunes end where he runs through the wall and then there's, I, I don't know when, when this became a thing, but the outline, like the perfect outline of the body of the person that went through the wall is supposed to be what it was such a, a high velocity that he ran through the wall that it, it just cut him out perfectly. I don't know. It's really yes. fucking stupid. It's not funny at all. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, the whole news report wasn't believable. The Dan Aykroyd's banker. Uh, conversation there was just awful. Chevy Chase isn't funny. I fucking hate this movie. I'm sorry. I threw in the catch-all clip before that. I'm all razzle-dazzled up here because I'm I'm fucking 
pissed about this movie and I fucking hate it. And uh, let's move on and maybe we'll play that again on the way out and I'll just skip it in the yeah. catch What do you think? I like it. Okay. Fact or no fact? <laughs> fact or no fact? Money now and a lot more when I get in that office. Take that to the bank. I'm going to take you to the bank, Senator Trent. To the blood panic. All right, nothing but trouble. I called fact or no fact this week. Nothing and trouble. Because nothing this story is nothing. And it was just trouble. It was. All right, so once again, and I won't fuck this up again, we're looking for one lie among four facts and one lie. See, I like that because then the audience gets four actual facts about the movie. I know, I love it. And it just so happens that every one of these facts involves Dan Aykroyd. Of course. Okay, sweet. Okay, so first one. The Justice of the Peace traffic violation scene were actually based on true events involving Dan Aykroyd. Okay, okay. second one. Dan Aykroyd played the part of Bobo because he couldn't find anyone else willing to. Okay, third one. Dan Aykroyd directed this movie because he couldn't find anyone else a director who was willing to. Okay. Okay. Fourth one. Dan Aykroyd wanted to play Chevy Chase's character and the judge, but the studio wouldn't let him. And last one. Uh, Dan Aykroyd directed two more movies after this one, but all three were box office and critical failures. Mm. Hmm. All right. Uh, okay. I'm going to say... I'm going to say he didn't do the part of Bobo. I think... I think the lie is he played the part of Bobo because he couldn't find anybody else because Bob, you said earlier that somebody else played the other guy, which means there was at least one person willing to get in one of those suits. And if he really wanted to, he could have had that person play both of them. So I think he felt like a need to do it. So I think, I think he, I think he could have found somebody else. So I'm thinking that's a lie and I'm just going to highlight that in bold, but I'm going to, Circle around real quick. He directed this movie because he couldn't find a willing director. Um, I think he directed this movie because he wanted to, and we know his brother wrote it. And I think like he's just like you know I'll take the helm on this, old bro, because. Um, hmm. So that's just, here's the thing: like, they they all seem kind of like fibs, but I think there's a little Bob foolery going on. He wanted to play Chase character and the judge. But the studio changed your mind. He directed two more movies after this, but they flopped. That's the other one I think that might be a lie. Because I think despite his flaws and how this movie went, <clears throat> I think Dan Aykroyd's at least somewhat intelligent and realized I probably shouldn't direct anymore. So and then the Justice of the Peace traffic violation. I I, I know that's true. I think I read conflicting reports, but I think that one is actually true. 
So I'm gonna say <clears throat> I'm gonna say the lie is he played the part of Bobo because he couldn't find anybody else. Because based on the other guy that looks exactly like Bobo, he did find somebody else. Meaning I think he just wanted to do it. So I think that's a lie. I think he played the part of Bobo because he couldn't find anybody else is the lie. Okay. Um I'm going to just skip to the punch here and say that Ackroyd did I, I'm gonna say that he wrote Chase's uh character for Chase because they're old SNL buddies. So I'm gonna say that's the lie. Number four. All right, going in order as I usually do. Uh this was a Peter Ackroyd story based on a Dan Aykroyd experience of him being in a justice of the peace in like central Pennsylvania. Uh, like he like was pulled over for a, a traffic violation, like speeding and was like taken to a justice of the peace and fined, And then he stayed, stayed afterwards for like four or five hours for tea. And so that wow. was like the whole, the whole, he was famous then. the story. So that was real. Was it was the Justice of the Peace just holding on to him because he was famous and wanted to have tea with Dan Aykroyd? No, it was like the seventies. So he wasn't even famous yet. He wasn't. He might have been SNL famous, but barely. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. Uh, Dan Aykroyd played the part of Bobo because he couldn't find anyone else willing to do it. Sorry. Sorry, Rob. Uh, Dan Aykroyd oh. also wanted to play Chevy Chase's character and the judge, but the studio... that's not in order. You're just excited to tell me I'm wrong. You skipped number three. Oh, I... <laughs> shit. <laughs> I had it written in a different order on my on my uh, original script. Yeah, Sorry. yeah. So... Just couldn't wait to tell me <laughs> I was wrong. <laughs> and and number three slash four, uh, he couldn't find a director who's willing to do it. That's a fact. The well, since it's was... three slash four, I think I should get half credit for that. One. <laughs> <laughs> the lie, the lie was the last one. And Ackroyd oh, he only directed this one. He was his, his first and his last. He never directed okay. anything else. Rob did say that one. I think he should also get half credit. <laughs> and if you put both halves together, it's a team win. Therefore, I won this one. You know. <laughs> Because Bob made us watch this movie, and he put it on the poll. He didn't make us watch it. He put it on the poll. I, I'm okay with that assessment, Chris. Okay, so Chris wins. <laughs> awesome. Another one this season. Man, I'm on a fucking hot streak. Let's throw it to the catch-all. Let's throw it to the catch-all. Let's throw it to the catch-all. My half credit rounds up to a Chris win. Okay, just want to clarify. It's undefeated, basically. Time to have a little bit of fun with the catch-all. We're going to get our little nets. We're going to prance around like SpongeBob catching the jellyfish. And we're going to catch every darn little thing that we want to. Doesn't that sound like fun? Mm-hmm. All right, listen, I'm not, I'm not going to shit on a New York Skyline opening. That, that had me feeling like I was going to love the movie right from the jump. Little like jizz jazz going on, a little. They still had the towers, yeah. Yeah, it was awesome. Rob, I stole your jizz jazz line. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, Why is Chris arriving to uh, his own party at the same time as everyone else? That's Chevy Chase's character. 
Yeah, that's a that's an issue. Fashionably late. Yeah, it's just weird that he's not there to welcome anyone. Who's welcoming them then? Because they're already mm. there when he walks in. His valet. Mm. I suppose, but his valet was with him. Oh, okay. Story by Peter Rackroyd, uh, directed by Dan. This I, the only reason I bring this up again is because it reminds me of the room. It's like when you have too much power, the room can happen. Yeah. The do- the doorman, by the way, was Peter Rackroyd. Oh, was it really? Oh, yeah. Right. No kidding. Not his driver. The doorman. Doorman. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Dennis's um, 80s style. Why did I say Dennis? Oh, Demi's. Demi's. Because Dennis is a character also. Oh. My handwriting is terrible. Uh, Demi's 80s style is yucky. In my yeah. opinion. I'm into it. <laughs> yucky. Is why I like the 80s and you don't. I think I, think <laughs> I like 80s fashion. Uh, as we learned uh, in Leonard Part 6, rich is not a funny scenario. The fact that he's really rich is uh, the backbone behind some of the gags, and that's just not funny to me. Agreed. Oh, like the white wine? Like, was there white wine on the menu? Like, that whole thing? Yeah, yeah, that kind of yeah. stuff. Just, like, it works with Frazier, but that's because he's a pompous idiot that you're supposed to be laughing at, not with, because yeah. he's so rich. Chevy Chase and uh, Bill Cosby's characters, you're supposed to be laughing with them because they're so rich. And I'm not, so I don't get it. Yeah. No. Um, what did you guys think of the term Brazilianaires? Because they used it six times as a, it was like the funniest thing. Uh, I, I, I didn't think anything of it, actually. I, I, I thought it was limp. Cute. It was limp. Like it, it, using Westworld terminology, it looked like nothing at all to me. Speaking uh, of Brazilianaires, Chris, can I, can yeah. I just say something? You know who the Brazilian air, the male is in this? I've definitely seen him a number of times. Um, I didn't even have is to it Ronnie do... James Dio. No, <laughs> no, it's the guy from <laughs> it's the guy from Biodome. Couldn't get oh, up that's why his bladder rollerblading, and then he's like, "Oh, it's with Bud and Doyle the whole time, rock and roll." It's, ta- it's Taylor yeah. Negron. He's in like everything '80s, early '90s. Yeah, he's um, he's got he's an like, interestingly ugly face. He is a yeah. comedy movie character actor. Totally. Yeah. yeah, but if he's in your movie, you know it's a bad movie. Most well known yes. for Biodome. Yes. Well, no, not necessarily. Yep. Not necessarily a bad movie, but just a movie that is not going to make a lot of money. Yeah. Fair enough. He's a lost leader. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he is. Uh, caution sinkholes. That's not what happens later in the film. It wasn't. It definitely wasn't a sinkhole. Yeah, I mean sinkholes don't come with like magma or uh, create or create crude oil. Yeah, yeah. What the fuck was that? That's a that's a good point, Bob. I meant to say that earlier. Like, what are we talking about here? Like the, do you think like thirty feet down below us is like magma? Like we're we're through the crust? What are, what the fuck are we talking about? No. Um. Off the highway in New Jersey for 10 minutes, and they're suddenly in a Tennessee whiskey village. Yep. No, it's just it's just not like that in New Jersey. 10 minutes off the highway in New Jersey, and you're a little scared to go in the convenience store. Like I, I, I had to do before in my life a couple of times. Yeah. Yep. Um, Lucy on home joke? Terrible. Another mm-hmm. Chevy Chase clip. Okay. Probably made it up on the spot. Uh, what the fuck is happening? Sometimes I write these. I was wondering at that time, so I wrote it. 
Uh, why is Dennis, that's Candy's character, pulling people over at all if he doesn't want to bring them to Judge Alvin? Well, well he does if they're if they're drugs or weapons. Yeah, but he he does if they're if they're speeding away from him as well, I guess. So it has to be. I mean, he knows what he's he's dooming them to death in most cases. Gotta be most voters. cases, yeah. Yeah, and he seems like a moral redeemable character because he's uh, with the Brazilianers in the end. I don't yeah. feel like if you know you're feeding a serial killer more bodies, that you're a redeemable character. Yeah. Uh. Uh, on that note, though, a serial killer judge outside of the jurisdiction of the United States? Not well explained enough for me to understand why. Nope. Uh, the hot dog gross-out dinner is over the top and totally immature. It's not funny. It's not like uh, a, a skit that would be in a more modern movie. It, it's just shit. Ain't gross. Uh, he apparently chose a penis-shaped prosthetic rubber nose because... They make it very clear to Chevy Chase that it's shaped like a penis, and that's the joke. But then we find out later that he has a rubber nose that he pulls off. So he chose that design for his nose. <laughs> yeah, I didn't mm-hmm. think about that. but that's He chose awesome. a penis nose. Yep. Uh, Dennis has been working for the Reeves since he was eight. Yeah. At, doing what? I don't get that. Jimmy Hoffa joke. Very original. Yeah. How many cigars does Chris have in his pocket? As Chevy Chase's character, every like 15 minutes he pulls out another cigar to prove to us how rich he is. And I'm wondering how many he has on his person because he doesn't have a bag or anything. Yeah. Right. One for Demi, one for him, one for him, he, one for Demi. And yeah, and, and uh, I think that happens a couple of times. And then um, Demi stomps a dog rocket out in the courtroom. So we've got like five. Yeah. I don't really get that. Um, cozying up in the attic next to the dead bodies they found. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, he, he's obviously too mobile for an old man with a prosthetic leg. I kind of alluded to this before, but he's chasing Chevy, chasing him around the room. And uh, it's definitely too much. Far, far too much. I, I wish that I'm, I wrote that I wish that uh, Humpty Hump and Tupac didn't attach themselves to this piece of shit movie. Yep. Uh, I feel bad for Eldana. I don't think I should because she's also a murderer, but I just, right. you know, she it's her wedding day as far as she's concerned, and then he, like, turns her down, and I just feel really bad when she goes running away. But was it her only wedding day? It, it feels like there mm. must have been several. It might be a regularly occurring mishap. Well, tell me that doesn't make you feel even worse for her. Yeah, that's good. No wonder she's a serial killer. All right, all right, all right. I might be, too. <laughs> Uh, zero hour trope with the blades, and it yeah. leads to Diane getting out of the chains in a jiffy. When uh, when Chris comes over, he gets Diane out of the chains, and I, I don't know how he managed to do that so quickly. Mm-hmm. He just says like, "Oh, I'll just like move it around, and your hands will come out." Did you? Uh, I don't want to get too ahead, but did you have anything about the watermelons in your write up? No. Why did they have to demonstrate that a bunch of really heavy blades dropping? from a really Fair. tall height. Why do they have to demonstrate what it would do to watermelons before they tied her up? <laughs> yeah, uh, they had to wind the whole thing back up. Then t- it's like, was it because Gallagher? Was it like a... Ooh, not a that could have been a Gallagher <laughs> reference, yeah. Could, not a, could it have been? Maybe. 
it could it could have been and, and that that's smart my my uh family was into gallagher back then so i, I know his act oh god yep swear that to god <laughs> that explains <laughs> what <laughs> nothing chris nothing, nothing. Uh, you you chose to join this podcast all right <laughs> if you don't like my comedy you could please stay uh I know the attorney general and the boss from Christmas Vacation in this movie. Um, the attorney general is that dude with like a very small space between his teeth that makes him look like a real jerk. Yes. Yep. <laughs> and then the um, his like secondhand man is the boss from Christmas Vacation. I just thought it was nice they threw him a paycheck. That's Bill Murray's brother. Oh, is it really? I didn't yeah. know that. The guy Ryan with the Bill crazy Murray. voice. Yeah. Yeah. I've Ryan. got a theory about Bill Murray, by the way. You know how Chevy Chase Shoot. is like a notorious asshole and like it's well known like from mm-hmm. multiple reliable sources. Yeah. The whole cool Bill Murray thing, I think that's a form of reputation management because I've heard it stories where he's as bad as or worse than Chevy Chase. I have too. I have too. Oh, oh I totally Bill have. Murray, Bill Murray uh, crashed the tequila bar. <laughs> but it's like no, yeah, he's, it's he's, cool he's now. doing that to make himself look cool, even though he's still an asshole. I heard eighties Bill Murray was very difficult to work with, but Post eighties, Bill Murray was a little more respectable. Oh, so he mellowed out. Okay, that makes sense. I I heard that he, I, I think it was Macaulay Culkin, but a child actor was on set with him for like a Letterman or something like that, and and he in the green room was just like fucking arguing with a child like, <laughs> like it was an, uh, another adult, and everyone in the room was just baffled by the like back and forth going on. That's actually pretty funny, and it though. was just. Yeah, it was just traumatizing for Macaulay Culkin or whoever the so actor was. Chevy was apparently very difficult to work with in this movie as well. And uh, 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 John Candy actually sent crew members like gifts and thank you cards after the filming for being so so kind and so good on the set. Despite Chase. Despite Chase, yeah. Huh. Wow. Well, I, I, that's why I hate him. And that, that's um, John Candy. Yeah. For yeah. We're all candy men. Yes. Uh, another completely insane scenario where the entire police department is in the judge's pocket or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Like he's, he's got all like 60 of them. It's like the SWAT team. What the, wh- why? Why would they want to feed the machine? You know, there's, there, there's no cause for that. Yeah. And then, because um, he killed a Baldwin brother. I mean, come on. What more do you want? Oh, yeah. All right. Fair. Yeah. He almost got a um, John Candy's character almost got a BJ out of him too. <laughs> I watched that just to spite the Baldwin's. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Brazilian air girl grabs Candy's ass at the end. Oh, at the uh, end, yeah, she does. Yeah, I just thought I'd mention that again. This is a, a someone assisting a mass serial killer getting his ass grabbed, but it, it, in an infidelity sort of way at yeah. the end of the movie. What a moral um, end. Uh, I hated this movie. I thought it was the ugliest movie I've maybe ever seen. I, I absolutely hate the prosthetic, like rubber bullshit of this time period where everything looks wet and, and inflated and like, yeah. you know, like if I was on a, a one of those jumping things that you inflate in your backyard, you know, a bouncy house. yeah, a bouncy house. Yeah, it looks like if I was like rubbing all over a bouncy house and then you put the bouncy house over an actor. You know, like it just looks terrible to me. I hate everything. I hate everything. And I mean that. I, I mean what I say. You guys want to mention anything else? Uh, 
No. Yes, actually. I originally was going to plot with Chris to research yeah, we many were. facts about this movie so we could torpedo your segment, Bob, because we hate this movie so much. <laughs> but everything I read, aside from the um, the Justice of the Peace thing, um, was not included in your in your quiz. But I did learn <laughs> that the, the city of Vankylvania or whatever was Vulcan. actually modeled after Centralia, Pennsylvania, where I've actually been, which is an old collapsed mining town that's still smoldering to this day. Oh, um, no, I had an ex-girlfriend who was obsessed with that for like a photography thesis. And so I've made trips there and it's actually a really cool, like the whole ground's like on fire and there's only like two people that are still living there and they're crazy as hell. <laughs> so, I didn't um, know that. Was that was that why I, it's just occurring to me? Isn't Vulcan like a like a Latin derivative volcano kind of? Isn't there something there? Vulcan means like if you're a Vulcanographer uh, or something, you're a study, you're a student of volcanoes. Yes. So they call it Vulcanvania to justify the like magma at the end. Vulcanvania was actually the original title of the movie. The only. In post production, was it changed to Nothing But Trouble? It was originally no. called Git. Git. Yes. I, in my research Git, to torpedo yes. you, which failed miserably, uh, I found that <laughs> back out as well. Uh, Git. <laughs> but Git. yeah, <laughs> Vulcanvania. Like, Vulcanvania is what Dan Aykroyd apparently still calls it in his his heart because in his mind's he, eyes heart it's what he still calls it <laughs> in his mind because he thinks it is named that and he also thinks that everyone who's ever claimed to be abducted by aliens has been abducted by aliens and he believes all of the like mayan bullshit about the crystal skulls and he believes bigfoot uh he believes you know every fucking conspiracy theory you can think of because when you're yeah. gullible you're gullible and when you're insane and gullible you make nothing but trouble and uh, Rob, let's throw it to your uh, Magic Marvel corner. <laughs> Spider-Man, Spider-Man, does whatever a spider can. Spins a web, any size, catches seeds, just like guys look out for. Here comes the Spider-Man. Rob's Magic Movie Corner. Captain America, Civil War, bitch. All right, I'm taking questions. I hated this movie. Let's go. Who first? I don't remember. I guess I, I don't know. I guess I'll go first. Okay. So I read the story on Wikipedia because I didn't watch this. Is <laughs> is it just is it justice or a cheap sequel fodder to magically fix the guy's legs so he can't be paralyzed in the next movies? What? I'm trying to think who you're talking about. Like uh, the um. Jeremy Renner's snowplow incident happened way no, after. Oh, not Jeremy Renner. Uh, I think it was <laughs> um, John Cheadle. Oh, um, what happened to his legs? He was he was paralyzed in this movie, and 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 what's his name magically fixed his legs so he he could have movement in the next movies. So he could be uh, he could be um... I, I, Iron Man fixed his legs. Iron oh, Man makes him yeah. um, like you know, Don, War Machine or whatever. Don Cheadle does get injured, uh, probably. Um, do you think this answer like, probably is, is that good? <laughs> is that justice or is that just sequel fodder? Sequel fodder. This the whole. Yeah, because this is the last Captain America in like the Captain America trilogy within the like larger Avengers backdrop. 
But like Cheadle's character isn't like really like he's he's always ancillary. He's never like a main guy. Yeah, and he, he is... does become an Iron Man. Yeah. So I'm gonna say sequel fodder because I, as much as I I watch this movie at regular speed and I vaguely remember any of it because it was so bad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> gotcha. Um, is it a civil war if nobody dies? Because I, I remember in American history. Uh, when we had a civil war, there was more than zero deaths. Yeah, there was a little bit more than zero deaths. Um, <laughs> there was enough deaths where people were wading up to their like their ankles in blood of their fallen and, brethren. Yeah, kicking their friends' arms and legs out of the way so they can walk straight. And when I, I, I hear that when you go to Gettysburg, you can still hear young men wailing in the distance. I've heard, I've heard that too. Yeah, there's less so of that in this movie. Yes. There was just me in the background going, oh. <laughs> God it. damn it. Why am I only in the middle of the Marvel Cinematic Universe? 15 more of these. <laughs> Gettysburg, by the way, is is like adjacent to Vulcanvania anyway. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. Should this, my question is, should this have been titled as an Avengers movie because it seems it should be? Yeah, for real. Yeah. That's your answer. I don't. I don't know. I yeah. Don't. <laughs> I'm getting good at questions. Yeah, I you're stump machine I just, over here. I I I either feel with Marvel, I feel like I enjoy it. This is fun. I can get behind this, or I feel like intense rage, and I feel nothing after watching this one. So I'm just having trouble answering the question. Okay. I like Bob the Axe Hassock because he's turning everything into stumps. <laughs> uh number two for me uh i just need a second so i'm not laughing while i'm talking <clears throat> one can protect you the rest of them attack you who are you taking what one of any one of the like avengers universe people oh. are going to protect you the rest of them will attack you who are you picking iron man to protect me because he's got money, and he's probably got all, all sorts of secret lairs that we don't know about. Yeah, but then the rest are going to attack you. Yeah, but I'm just not. saying, like, if if you have the Hulk, then he can probably hold off some of them. I think you're dead no matter what. <laughs> I think the Hulk can't control his emotions though, and he's easily manipulated by Black Widow. So she can just be like, "Oh, honey," and just give him a little rub and oh, tug. Sun's going real low, big guy. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't you why don't you just get some cuddles up on Black Widow? Okay. Yeah, I, yeah this I, is I, Jelly School. I think I think I'm gonna stick with Iron Man. Iron Man will protect me. Okay. Iron Man will protect me. <laughs> Can we clip that? Yes. <laughs> All right. So I read a review that said this movie succeeds because it doesn't really try. Do you agree? Definitely didn't try. I wouldn't say it succeeded though. Okay. okay. Because well, because they're like, oh, it, whenever they get Star Wars had this problem with the prequels. They got like too political, like, oh, we gotta sign this UN document so this other flabbity blue could have it's like it, it makes yeah. no sense. Just, I want action. You already gave us all the origin stories. I know they're like at odds with each other because like they wanna sign a peace treaty because the Avengers are too powerful, but like to to RDJ's point, they are causing a lot of harm in this movie. But to Captain America's point, it's like they do need to 
he he wouldn't sign it because he's like, well, there would have been more collateral damage if we weren't involved. But like, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah they're both right. They're both right. I mean, it's just couldn't they just have like just duked it out for like five minutes and just then... just you laying out the plot so succinctly though means that you're at least into it enough to know it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it bothers me because, like, did you need space? Do you need space Congress like in Star Wars? I no, Star you Wars don't. Star Wars. You don't no. need space Congress. You no, need blasters and you need people running yeah. and you don't need Jar Jar Binks. And George Lucas fucked the franchise up. He should have stopped with the first three. Kind Agreed. Any... <laughs> yes. All right. Here's my third then. Um, where are you on Marvel now? Are you flaccid or are you stiff? Uh, let me. <laughs> I'm going to pull up. I, I have a spreadsheet. One second. Let's see. We got <laughs> Google Sheets. You go on to Google Sheets, and I have my Marvel by release date. So ooh, I got to check off Civil War real quick. One second. So he's get, Really, what he's doing is getting his uh, ruler app so he can measure for... for I never measure my dick again. Um, so I don't know. Not on camera, Rob. Doctor Strange Report is back. next. So we have Doctor Strange, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, Spider-Man Homecoming, Thor Ragnarok, Black Panther, Infinity War, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Captain Marvel, Avengers Endgame, Spider-Man, Far From Home, Black Widow, Shanghai, Legend of the Ten Rings, Eternal, Spider-Man, No Way Home, Doctor Strange, The Multiverse of Madness, Thor, Love and Thunder, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. I'm flaccid. I am very flaccid. I think I think this is where the, the franchise collectively has blown its wad and they're yeah. just now we're just the sock that has to soak it up. Well, you can get a little stiff thinking about the Avengers movies. <laughs> they're actually pretty good. No, the Avengers have held up. Like of all of them, they're my, like, the first two Iron Men were great. Um, yeah. the first Avengers like blew my fucking mind. That that last action sequence, I'm still like, I, I've I've sensed YouTube that yeah. just the third act scene where everything's just going freaking crazy. And yeah, it's, cinematically, it's, it's, it's cinematically awesome. it's 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 very well done. But like, eh, I'm kind of okay. Over. One, th- one right. thing I did like about um, Captain America Civil War is yeah. how they, and you can see this in the first Iron Man movies, how they yes. imply like how obsessive Tony Stark is about like perfecting his craft and his suits. When like yeah. there's, there's one scene, he just like, he just like rolls his eyes and sighs and just like rolls backwards, Bill rolls and like launches. So it's like, you've practiced that a thousand times, like in your little. No, for story. sure. <laughs> so like, I, I like that <laughs> attention to detail. He's like, all right, here you go. That was pretty cool. I like that. That is cool. I like I like that attention to detail, but I, I this yeah. movie sucked. I hated it. I I, <laughs> I didn't. I, I liked nothing but trouble less than I liked, um, Captain America: Civil War, but okay. I didn't like Civil War at all. So can we call, can we call and and I hope that this will set a trend for this uh, segment. But can we call it a decreasing chub? Yes. <laughs> or civil bore. Civil Boar. Okay. Uh I'm gonna I'm gonna just write decreasing chub at this point just so we can decreasing chub. Okay. So if we're having like a dick meter, like it robs Yes, yeah, we're chub. having a, a, a dick measurement okay. for for each week so that we know how where okay. where you are on the flaccid to stiff scale from, from here okay. till the end. I can get decreasing behind chub. Let me just write that down for our records, our very official records. And we'll throw it to uh bad credit names. You're the biggest liar of them all. I am warning you. You tell me another and I'll lift you myself. That is a promise, Miss Rose. Sister. Of course. Another plant, Rose. And bad credit names. 
funny. My kids did a switcheroo. That one you just heard, Luke, uh, is my four-year-old who has been a menace until recently. He's been very, very well-behaved. He's totally on my good side. But my two-year-old is an absolute maniac right now. Everything that does not go his way is like a screaming fit where he's slapping whatever's closest to him and spilling beverages and breaking glass. And he hasn't done that. But, you know, you get you get the point. Yeah. So sorry, man. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. The four-year-old is coming around, so that, that's good. Um, terrible twos. Yep, it is terrible twos. Uh, bad credit names. So many Ackroyds. It's not just the two of them. There's like a bunch of Ackroyd children or grandchildren or something. Really? Yeah. Um, Sib E. Ventress. <laughs> that's a weird one. Um, I... I I wrote down picture in worst movie folder, and I turned to that uh, beforehand. Humpty Hump. Sorry. Sorry, Humpty. Gotta do it. Shock G. These are all digital underground rappers. Shock yeah. G. Mm-hmm. Money Shock B. G is, Shock G is Humpty Hump. I'm telling you, they got both of them. They're the same person. Anyway, go Humpty ahead. Hump, Shock G. Money B. Fuse. <laughs> Chop Master J. Tupac Shakur, of course. Kent Racker, Nazazi Muhammad, and Schmoovie Schmoove. <laughs> I just liked all of those enough. Um, Princess McLean. Yeah. Mort Schwartz. <laughs> Ew. I love Mort Schwartz. Sounds Mort like Schwartz. somebody whose mom would be his accountant. I, I, I'd say, I know that's probably a bit of a <laughs> prejudice statement no no it sounds like someone who'd be his own accountant (laughs) (laughs) guys weren't we talking about how terrible it is to be never mind uh (laughs) last one and the winner for this week christina cock off (laughs) yeah it's a winner yeah i think so too uh what rob threatened to do because of how bad this movie was uh that's her last name uh, all right, let's throw it to the movie comparison. Now it's time for the moment you've all been waiting for. It's time to compare the movie. Yeah. Worst of its kind for Leonard Part 6, negative 58.4. And worst so far has been a world beater. However, nothing but trouble with a negative 61.2 and worst of its kind wins this one. And thank you, Bob, for that amazing performance. Your five-star performance makes it a wash from the team five-star that Leonard Part 6 had. So, so far through two, we are uh, at one nothing, nothing but trouble. Offensive. We'll get to that. Dialogue. What do you think? This is opinion-based, but it's definitely objective. Worst dialogue. Oh, God. Um Nothing but, but trouble, trouble is pretty bad. I'm gonna say nothing but trouble is worse. I think I think Leonard Part Six wasn't funny. No, but I think nothing but trouble had worse dialogue. Yes, I, I'm with you on that 100%. Okay, fair enough. Uh, production bad writing or misdirected passion project from Nothing But Trouble? They're one and the same, but I'm gonna say misdirected passion project. Yeah. Because famously, that like that's what that's what the room was, and that's notorious for being fucking terrible. Okay, so through five, we have a three to nothing uh, because of the wash. 
uh, for nothing but trouble. So holy moly, uh, our undefeated champion going four movies strong is looking weak here. Acting, what do you think? Leonard. Leonard, yeah, I'm going to go with Leonard. Okay. They, they're not, I think they're that's not fair. acting bad in nothing. I mean, they are acting bad in nothing but trouble, but like they're doing what I think they did what they set out to do. Fair. Okay, well, look at this. Now we're at uh, demerits. And Bill Cosby wins. I don't care what the demerit is for nothing but okay. trouble. So, <laughs> so three to two headed into the uh, most offensive. Let's play that bumper, baby. I can kill you now, or I can relieve you of this gift. This black gift. The not-so-mini offensive mini game. Oh, man. The Tiananmen Tear. <laughs> or Lawyer Client Bing Bong. I'm going to go with Tiananmen Tear because Bob pointed out so expertly that he wasn't her lawyer. She yes. wasn't his yeah. lawyer. That doesn't yeah. validate. Yeah. And it's not Ostrich, <laughs> Ostrich Oporosis or Candy Drag? Candy Drag. Candy Drag. <laughs> okay, one to one, headed into the bonus round. Death or Eldona or Creepy Cosby? Uh, Cosby. Creepy Cosby caressing a and birch cleaning 19ers. Cosby. <laughs> Cosby. Fuck. You know what's really bad is now we have a three to three tie, so we need to determine whether or not a Bob straight up five star win or a team five star win wins it for uh, the category of ain't that a pitch? Oh, oh because demerits are obviously. Cosby, okay. Throw out a worse demerit. I want this movie movie to trounce Leonard Part 6, but logically speaking, I think a team win indicates strength in numbers. Bob? Oh, strength in numbers, okay. Because I grew up watching this movie, and Leonard Part 6 I watched literally one time in growing up, and I could not bring myself to watch it again. So I feel like that's the worst movie, but that's me only. Okay. Here's why I want, I want it to be nothing but trouble because I hated it so much, but here's why it's Leonard part six. It's come down to the wash on the pitch. And every single one of us made a roofie joke. (laughs) The pitch for Leonard part six. Yeah, that's true. And so I think that's funnier. Uh, okay. so let's go four to three. A surprising uh comeback victory for Leonard Part Six, worst of the season. Still, I really want it to not be so I don't have to figure out yeah. how to make more offensive minigame jokes because yeah. I'm really stretching it with ostrich operosis and and the creepy caressing Cosby stuff. <laughs> I'm trying, yeah. guys. <laughs> yeah, uh, all right. Letter part six, worst of the season. Next week, Rob, you are winner once more. It will be Michael with John Travolta, a movie I have never seen. I did see it. I'm going to go on record right now. I don't remember anything of the movie, but there's one scene that deeply disturbed me. I want you guys to figure out what it is. Okay. I don't think that's the only thing I remember from this movie. It's the only thing I remember from this movie where John Travolta has long hair and like angel wings. There's only one thing I remember that makes me shudder to this day. And I want you guys to figure out what it is. Okay, uh, excellent. We'll, we'll figure it out. We, okay. we know you. Yes, we do. <laughs> um, thank you so much to the listener. I love you. You, I'm talking to you, Steve, at home. Um, and everyone else who listens, Rob, why don't you plug us and send it over to Bob for his last word and then play us out with that beautiful catch-all clip that I fucked up earlier.
www.theworstmovieevermade.com. You can find all of our stuff there. You can stream us. You can watch us on YouTube. You can look at our social medias in the form of a TikTok and an Instagram account where Bob makes expertly done trailers every week and Chris posts polls every week for the um, what movie we're going to watch. And thank you guys for uh, always, you know, being on my side recently with a uh, yeah, what picks. the fuck, guys? Uh, Tiptoes. It's a I, it's a yeah. Gary Oldman plays a a little person, and it's super offensive. Final bad movie for the season. We'll just do a three way tiptoe, so it has to win. How about that? Fuck yeah! I've been, been trying, trying since season we've one. We've been trying to watch tiptoe. Why not? Okay. Um, and then uh, yeah, email us too. www.theworstmovieevermade.com. Uh, we're always receptive to input, even though we receive none um but <laughs> i think i found a workaround on that there there is a new feature on like spotify for podcasters slash anchor fm where you can actually post interactive things in the episode wait so why right while you're in spotify oh like, that's so sick. i'm gonna I, I might try testing that, that out um this week or next week um so yeah love that so uh I'll, bob I'll, final words uh I'll, I'll i'm gonna try that interactive uh feedback as well but my last word is brazilian airs <laughs> beautiful last word though hey, uh quick question i i know you want to play why again over but i also have yeah. pesos on deck if you want to listen to that again can we do one f after the other let's do pesos first all right <laughs> we think we got a fucking fire team out there my guy in dc tells me that we are not dealing with the student here we're dealing with the professor anytime the military has an operation that can't fail they call this guy in to train the troops okay He's the kind of guy that would drink a gallon of gasoline so he could piss in your campfire. You could drop this guy off at the Arctic Circle wearing a pair of bikini underwear without his toothbrush, and tomorrow afternoon he's going to show up at your poolside with a million-dollar smile and a fistful of pesos. This guy's a professional, you got me? If he reaches this rig, we're all going to be nothing but a big goddamn hole right in the middle of Alaska. So let's go find him and kill him and get rid of this son of a bitch. Fuck, he's good. All right. Look at I came for the party to get naughty, get my rocks on, eat popcorn, watch you move your body till the pop's on, and I'm singing, ding-a-linging, funky beats ringing, everybody swinging in the place as I kick to Jay's Easy Watch style, R&B, mixing it with the hip-hop swing beat, champagne in my hand, it won't be long till I'm gone, it's just the same old song. It's just the freestyle, meanwhile we keep the beat kicking, sweat dripping, girlies in the limo eating chicken, oops, don't get the grease on your pantyhose, I love you, Rover, move over, I gotta blow my nose, sneezing, but still I'm pleasing. And all of Slimmy's pull out my Jimmy. Time to get busy with a Jenny. If it's good and plenty, don't you know? There I go, there I go, there I go. But I don't go nowhere without my gym hat. What I'm rapping is if she's clapping, then I'm strapping because I'm smarter than that. And then, girly, maybe we can get along. Cutie after cutie. It's just the same old song. Same song. I'm going to fade out here on the organ solo.